630 Chad This Morning Podcast with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre. There is a larger conversation uh, about this whole Travis Kelsey on the sidelines, and uh, and I want to keep my mind open because I don't get it, and I'm, maybe it's not a shock that I don't get it. I don't look at that and think, you know, is that a sign of a larger problem in in a personal life, possibly, as a possibility. But I totally get that women look at it from a completely different point of view and would see that, and that would set off alarms and triggers. Oh, yeah. Oh, my TikTok feed was all about uh, women. Uh, there, were, there were psychologists just saying this is a red flag that you would get this upset and get physical with your passion as well and i think i think you're right i think you have to be in the shoes of a woman because that is something women think about all the time in terms of of their safety and if you've ever seen a man get a little bit over um angry and possibly could trigger some sort of violence towards you until you've been in that situation it's really it's really hard to judge and say wow Andy Reid was okay with it so what's the problem why are you still talking about it um, because I think it spurs a conversation and also for kids who are looking at Travis Kelsey as a mentor and seeing him lose his cool and harass uh, his his boss essentially I've never done that to my boss you've I know you've never done that to your boss you're a big guy have you oh, I've never I've never somebody's tried faces to, Steve no, Hogel's face and and intimidating we all get passionate about what we do but when when you see that uh, in such a public view i think this it just sparks uh, discussion and that's what yep. we're, we're doing uh, today obviously we're talking about the travis kelsey andy reed uh, incident uh, on the sides and sidelines of the super bowl over the weekend because everyone's still talking about it uh, we're going to have a chat here this morning with Marvin Washington, who's a business professor and dean of the College of Sciences, Social Sciences and Humanities out of the U of A, joining us this morning. Uh, Marvin Washington, great to have you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. Uh, okay, so what's your view as we look at this? Does it get overblown into, oh, there are, not overblown, does it get blown into, oh, there are red flags? Or is it the other side with, oh, really, it's just competitive sports. Is it somewhere in the middle? Where do you land? So, so this is... Uh, I'm closer to somewhere in the middle. And this is where we have to first start and stop and think about sport is so different than every other scenario. Me yelling in the boardroom, me yelling at work, sport by very nature is emotional. So you are starting with, if you think about what football is, I'm basically asking you to either hit the guy or not be hit by the guy. There is no other scenario in the world where I come to work and I'm expected to either hit somebody or not hit somebody. So when we first start with the essence of that, then I look at the fact that Andy Reid didn't move at all means that may be the communication pattern they have. And we all know people that are criers. We all know people that are cursors. We all know people that talk with an elevated voice. And we go, that's just Mike. Every two words he says is a curse word coming out of his mouth. What I stick to is I, I just see Andy Reid as seeing one of these players that has this much emotion, express this emotion, and Andy Reid didn't turn and express back. Andy Reid didn't push back. I've been following sort of the Andy Reid part of the story because I think the Andy Reid as the coach, as a good leader, you would know I have different employees and I treat them differently. Again, I'm not suggesting that behavior be in the work, but again, you don't go to work and your job is to hit or be hit by people. The football job is literally to be hit by someone or to avoid being hit by someone. So that level of emotion you start out with is going to be at a totally different place 
than a level of emotion that I start out with at my job or you at your job. Because I don't think we come to work to hit people. Yeah, but but Marvin, how many people were on, how many players were on the sidelines and, and Travis Kelsey was the only one who did that? It sounds like you're making some excuses saying that it's just sort of, the, it's the nature of sport and and everyone else was, was yeah. behaving perfectly fine, but Travis Kelsey yeah. lost, his, lost it, his cool. And it was, and it was where, not a good look. And, oh, I'm not saying it's a great look at all, but this is where... Uh, this is where if social media went in that direction, let's say he wasn't dating t- t- uh, 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 Taylor Swift, he wasn't dating Taylor Swift, we would quickly see about a thousand clips of that exchange happening all the time. Tom Brady has come out and said, yep, he's done that before. Other players come out and say, yep, they've done that before. So this is not that in isolation before. I think what makes it in isolation is the visibleness of Everybody knows Travis Kelsey's name because he's dating Taylor Swift all of a sudden. The visibility of the Super Bowl. And I'm not at all excusing it. I'm not saying it's natural, it's an expected thing to do. What I am saying is I can totally see how you would get there given given starting in an activity that starts with emotion and that starts with aggression. I can see how you would get there. I can see how you would get to that spot. And I think that uh, when we take the context of sport and take it out of sport and put it into another context, I think that's where we get in trouble. And right now, people are taking it out of the sport context and saying, well, I wouldn't do that to my colleague at work. No, because you don't go to work every day trying to hit somebody. So I think that's the context. If we put it back in the context of sport, then you make a good point about why did he act up versus other people. Uh, Andy Reid's response back as the coach. Uh, Travis Travis Kelsey's response. Uh, him and his brother have this wonderful podcast, mm-hmm. and him and his brother had yeah. just this great conversation. And we pulled about a clip. the podcast, Marvin. Yeah. But what about kids that are watching and and thinking that that's that's acceptable and that's okay? I had seen one comment where someone was saying, "Okay, how do you as a coach uh, be able to see that and then talk to your kids about how they behave in a high school sport or or a competitive sport, even with with, with minors and kids? There's there's still a role modeling thing and and oh yes." Totally, and and I'm not, and I don't think the excusing of the event is is what I'm suggesting. But the idea that this is a red flag, the idea that he is somehow off kilter, as opposed to in the heat of the moment, we should think better than that. And I think he he has said that. His brother has said that. Andy Reid has said that as a coach. And I think they also talk about the competitiveness. And when you have that level of competitiveness, sometimes you're on that line, and it's not that surprising you go over the line. We've seen golfers break a golf club in the middle of a, in the middle of a match, right, where they hit a shot so bad that they let out their frustration and they break the club. We would never say you should break clubs in golf. That's okay. Right? We've seen basketball players you know, yell at referees as part of the emotion. And we would never say it's okay to yell at people. I think it's to take me out of the context. And you're right. Well, what I tell my kids, I coach my kids in basketball. I would say, of course, you shouldn't yell at the ref like that. That being said, I don't think it's a, uh, a behavioral defect in the person that's a red flag that leads to a, you know, psychological diagnosis in the way that social media is now spinning this into and that may, and that may be the case. I I don't know Travis Kelsey personally. I've never dated with him. I've never seen him passionate about something. I've never seen him angry about uh, about something in a in a relationship. So uh, are we are we putting a lot onto this exchange and and thinking yeah. we, and and discussing you know talking about this as a red flag. He he could possibly lose his cool in a relationship as well. I think that we're putting a lot on that. But we also can't dismiss that either. 
That's, yeah, but this is the social media part, right? This is the this is the you know twenty twenty four world we live in, where a where a where a clip can and does and will go viral, and that part of the story is to me as fascinating as other parts of the story. I I was trying to rack my brain and like go into the social media way back, but there was a previous exchange on the bench I think with uh, in a, a not this game but in the previous football game like three or four weeks ago where it was very similar two players get into a heated debate on the sideline words exchange they yell at each other and then they sort of go about their business and that play had like you know eight seconds of media attention on the TV screen and then it sort of went away mm. And the next day, people weren't really talking about that heated exchange that happened on the sidelines. So I think there is some sense of the role of media and social media in portraying these events that come up. None of this excuses that it's not okay and there is a line in terms of emotion and how do we manage being over or under that line. doesn't excuse that at all. Especially when you're getting paid $15 million a year. You think you'd be able to, to to be a little bit more professional than that, but I, you know, I've never played a professional but, but, sport. But, but the, yeah, the emotion of winning is winning. I mean, I still I go back to we are literally asking somebody to hit somebody for a living. Like that's the the purest sport of the game that we all watch. We all watch that game, and we were hoping for big hits, and we were hoping for someone to not get hit. So emotion, you can't strip away emotion from the game. You can't say let's play the game absent any emotion, and that's what's yeah, that's why so many fans go and watch the Oilers. They yell in the stands and they scream and they get angry. I don't think when those fans go to work, they you know they yell at their boss and they scream and they get angry yeah. and they would say that's the emotion of the game. And I think what we saw is we saw almost what happens when that emotion is so pure and so raw. And I think that is a worthy conversation. And that there's research on the role of emotion in playing the sport. I think the idea of translating the emotion of the game into what does it mean you'll be as a person when you're not in the game, that's a tough transition. Because if that was the case, we'd have way more situations of people that are, you know, great, amazing football players because they tackle or they avoid getting tackled. We'd be worried about our safety if we saw them on the street. And we're not because we don't think they're going to tackle me on the street, although they just had a huge hit in the game. It's a fascinating conversation. Marvin Washington, thanks so much for being part of it this morning. Appreciate it. No worries. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care. Marvin Washington is a business professor, dean of the College of Social Sciences and Humanities out of the U of A this morning. Yeah, a lot of people weighing in saying, stop talking about it. Uh, Other people are saying, we should be talking about it. So it's just an interesting discussion that out of all the players, that's the one guy who, you know, all eyes on him. He knows all eyes are on him, and and he's the one who does that. And if he wants to throw his helmet and have a hissy fit, or if Connor McDavid wants to break his stick, that's fine. But getting into a face of another human being, I think, is where he crosses that line. And I I, I get emotion in sports. I have no problem. And I know Travis has, you know, tossed his helmet possibly could you know flare up and, and hit someone but I get that but I think once you're in the face of a 65 year old man and you're like six five I think that's I think that's where the discussion has to begin and, and it has to start and I think a lot of people having the discussion we just did they are